Hello and welcome back to another wonderful, happy, everything's fine, <laughs> nothing's on fire, totally everything is calm episode of Last Call Lambo. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Alice. And before I get to my co-host and our extra special co-host this week, I have a shot to do because I stupidly Damn right. <laughs> I stupidly <laughs> did not think the Packers were going to allow the first Vikings rushing touchdown of the year. So, And of course it would be Cam fucking Akers who was on my bench. So cheers to that. And since it was national or it's national banana pudding day or something, that was a shot of banana pudding liqueur. Oh, that sounds really, really sugary. She really, hates it is very sugary. Today. It yeah. is. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, it's, it's very Halloween high, I guess. Wait, but. not even, not even just banana, but specifically banana pudding liqueur. It's banana pudding liqueur. Yeah. It's just it's, there's like little crumbles like Bailey's, of vanilla wafers but, in there. <laughs> it's like Bailey's, but with vanilla wafer or vanilla wafers, banana pudding flavored <laughs> Bailey's, essentially. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I'm your one of your hosts, Aaron Alice, with me as always, Monty Moore, and our extra special guest and co-host of our other show is joining us Ooh. for a double header today, Dusty Evely. What's up? What? I forget. I, I'm going to be mixing up football and blade uh, today because I forget what show we're doing, but I'm super hyped to be. I will say every time I'm on the show, I get confused off the jump because I was listening to podcasts like 1.25 speed. And so mm -hmm. I've got the rhythm of the theme song in my head. And then every time oh. it's in like this, this is dragging. This is taking right. so long to get through. Right. So uh, yeah, it sounds, it's always fun. sounds like a rave. <laughs> Am I already drunk? Why is it so slow? <laughs> But yes, we have a we are doing a double header because I am out of town tomorrow. Uh, so we decided to do watching stuff Last Call Lambo back to back. So we're doing Last Call Lambo first, so we're nice and sober, and then we'll be nice and toasty for Blade Two coverage right after <laughs> this, which will come out on Saturday. So be ready for that. I think the episode's gonna be a home run. No, oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, um if you are new to the show, we build a drink. First, we start with the booze, the most important. Uh, then we head to the mixer, which is something also somewhat important. And then we go to the garnish, which is absolutely pointless, useless, but a lot of fun. And we're usually nice and toasty. And every week we have a drinking rule. This week with the World Series going on, we are doing baseball terms, as Dusty may have hinted you on. So with that. Um, That's right. Cheers. Step right up to the plate and let's get ready for this one. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, also, we need to do last word. Uh, what? You got to do last word about the Vikings game. Oh, right. We do need to do that. It's been a while <laughs> since I've hosted. <laughs> Can you tell? She legitimately had no idea what Shaka was No idea. I was like, last, last word, are we done? Is that a baseball thing, like, too? Right. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Bye. But, but first of all, first things first, what is everybody drinking? Um, I went with, wanted to switch it up today and I made an old fashioned, Ooh, <laughs> but, <wow. laughs> but really I ran, up. So I ran, I ran out of regular Angostura bitters. So I just used cinnamon bitters just bidding. Cause it's now officially fall, even though, I mean, still fall for me, but it's like 85 degrees here, which is, which is great. But. Man, I think that it's it is it is National Cinnamon Day actually. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Know now that, that you yeah. now that you bring that up, I forgot that I knew that already. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally. 
Totally. I'm it's the day after Halloween. I decided to go as Monty and I made myself an old fashioned. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were um, going to say, I, I soaked my kids' up. Halloween candy in vodka. And then, <laughs> and I just one day, just like a 24 hour soak. I'm sorry. No, Monty, you need more than that. That, that sucker's not ready until tomorrow. <laughs> um, it is National Pomegranate Month. And so I've got vodka, pomegranate juice, and Sprite. So I did not want to do brown liquor since we're doing multiple shows <laughs> tonight. So that's <laughs> I, why I, I did brown liquor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about last word um, and <laughs> the segment that I know that we always do every week. Um, <laughs> we we kind of end, end our conversation about the previous game. Um, so sum up the Packers-Vikings game in one word. Um, Monty, I'm going to let you go first. I don't know how to spell it, but it's... <laughs> because... I think that's two words. It's actually five. <laughs> it, it, it's... <laughs> Because, I mean, the, the things that we've been complaining about for the last month and a half happened again. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the it becomes more and more disappointing the longer the season goes because, I, I mean, they're running out of time to get what they want out of this year. And it kind of seems like at this point, they feels like they're not going to get what they want, which is a real Jordan Love evaluation. But, yeah, I mean, they just – no aspect of the team looked good at all again at home against a divisional opponent. It's just the next good thing that happens for the team will be the first one in weeks. So, yeah. Uh, also mine is just, mine's whatever. Mine's just whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it was about what I expected. I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is, this is dumb. Honestly, I came out of it a little more optimistic than I thought after kind of rewatching a little bit. What's like, wrong with you? So much. <laughs> How much time you got? Uh, I will say like they benched, they bench Walker for Nyman, which was, was a long time coming. Uh, DeGuara after whiffing on a block uh, in the first series, got a total of five for the entire game. Uh, so only four more after that, they essentially benched him for Tucker craft who Tucker craft also does not look good, but he's young. At least he's young and has some upside. And so it seems like maybe this team, especially after after trading Rasul, which I think we're going to get to, uh, they seem like they kind of know what they are now, as opposed to like, it seemed like they were still trying to toe a line early in the season where we're going to try to like get all of our young guys, nothing but reps. And then we got a couple guys that we're going to kind of keep as our keystones here. And these are the guys that are going to like kind of push us forward. Well, now it's kind of like, okay, we've, we've, we've got, we need a functional offensive line and, and Rashid Walker, at least that now isn't it. So we got, we got Nyman. We're throwing Deguara out. We're getting Tucker craft reps. Cause if one of them is going to be lost, at least we've got a development path for one of them where we don't have the other one. And I think, yeah, they went, Sorry, they, went to the bullpen. they went to the bullpen early in the game. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have let you go ahead. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. So yeah, I don't know. I, I I think again, they didn't they did not look great. You still had guys still had guys running wrong routes on that first third down. The one that uh the one that was the the great throw to Dobbs that was uh um, ineligible man downfield, took a call back on ineligible man downfield. The man who ran the wrong route was Aaron Jones. So like at least it wasn't a young guy. Like that's that's good. <laughs> Right, that's fine. It wasn't one of the young guys, so I don't know. There's, I think I have a feeling of optimism because I still like how Jordan Love looks. Um, I think he looked pretty good and decisive when he could this this past game, and I like what some of the young guys like. Dontavian Wicks, he dropped a pass. That sucks, but he looked good when he's out there. So I think I have a feeling of optimism that this team is embracing who they are. They know who they are, and I think there are signs that this is going to get better. Maybe not turn around fully, but going to get better. Yeah, my um, 
my word is um consistent <laughs> like <laughs> things I were mean, worse yeah. than they were like they're they're playing consistently and um that's concerning because it's consistently bad and um <laughs> I, I said this last week that like now, like this is the first time that I've started to get worrying about worried about coaching. And I don't know enough, as I've said, I do not know to know enough about this. Good thing I talk about it on a podcast, but <laughs> I, I don't know like who's at fault in this because it, it's concerning that they're having so many errors over and over again. And um, no one, like, I, I'm sure they're trying to address it, but like, why are we not seeing results? And I don't know how long to expect like them to be, to figure out how to run fucking routes. Like I, that just seems very, very basic. How, how long it's going to take for the defense to start learning to tackle. I, I, I admittedly, I will say, as I told you guys pre-show, I did not get to watch m much of this game and I didn't really feel like watching like a recording <laughs> I, of it. Why don't not? think anyone blames you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what I did see, like, it just, it's sloppy football. I mean, another, like, issue with spe on special teams. Didn't someone, didn't a, a kick get missed? There was, a, um, a, a yeah, they, they yeah, missed one, to... but then there was a penalty, and so he got to re-kick it. Oh, and so he ended up it, making it. The, it was like a 35-yarder, then it was offsides, and so then he made the 30-yarder at the end of the first Got time. it. Okay. So, but still, yeah, there like, was just a... missing that, missing that one is, like, is just not like it, it's just there's a lot of ass going around yeah that i mean they, my word ass <laughs> if the viking yeah the vikings don't commit that penalty the, the packers literally go scoreless again in the first half mm -hmm. so i mean three's not good but they only got three right. because of, of the other team's mistake so right yeah yeah so uh, it's it's incredibly frustrating and and we'll get more into, into the team as a whole, but there let's jump into the, the team is a whole for sure. <laughs> a big all hole. <laughs> Wait, are all holes bad? Should we, <laughs> we investigate this a little bit more? All holes bad, Monty? What's this? <laughs> what a show am I on? Be more specific. <laughs> what kind of hole are we talking? Whole chat. Uh, uh, so um, we'll jump into the booze and talk some news. This I, I, nice I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> totally intentional. I don't even know where to start. I guess we'll start with the most recent news that just happened. Um, Russell Douglas was traded to the Buffalo Bills um, right before the trade deadline uh, yesterday. Well, we're recording Wednesday, so Tuesday. Um, for a third-round pick, the Packers also had to send a fifth-round pick. Um, and a lot of mixed feelings going around on Twitter <laughs> about this, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of feelings. Um, I think in general, a lot of people are just sad because Roswell, as we've heard, is like the heart of the team and has been a locker room leader. Um, and obviously playing some of his best football right now. He, he's probably been like Josh Myers. <laughs> We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will get to that. Wait for the garnish. Um, <laughs> and so, and and you you're already hearing guys like Keyshawn Nixon say that like it's he makes him sick to his stomach, and it's it's Keyshawn like Keyshawn Nixon tweeted a heartbreak emoji. Like they're the locker room is very sad, and I think fans are too. But um, in general, my feeling is like the window opening is not as soon as I was expecting. I was expecting next year for them to be competitive and it's looking like they're going to, it's going to take a while. So Russell's going to be 30. I think just like, 
um, get what you can for him. And they they came out and said said today that he was not going to trade him, but the the Bills like they were not shopping anybody. Um, but the Bills called and that a third round pick um, is his specialty clearly. So he decided <laughs> I can't resist a third round pick. So they decided to to grab that. So what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, I. I'm I'm sad that he's gone. He was one of my favorite players on the team, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted them to keep him. I fully understand, though, why they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I might not agree with the move, but it, they're from their standpoint, they they were clearly looking to get younger. They didn't plan on getting rid of him, but they got a good offer for him. Third round jokes and curse aside, I mean, that's a good value for a guy you picked up off the scrap heap. And it's not like that player didn't mean anything to Goody, right? That's a player that he found and he cultivated and he extended. Mm-hmm. So looking in the long-term interest, because again, Aaron, like you said, I think they thought the season would have gone better by this point, mm-hmm. um, which means it would have made sense for them to hold on to a couple of guys that do make them better in the short term. Uh, I said earlier today, I think what they thought was going to happen is they were going to be kind of like the Seahawks last year, where they're not necessarily supposed to be good, but maybe they gel and they become a good team and like they sneak into the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. But that hasn't happened. They've gone, they're on a four game losing streak. They look like one of the worst teams in the league overall. This, like, the season that they hoped might catch lightning in a bottle and get them to sneak in has clearly gone nowhere. So that's what a seller should, that's what that type of team should sell at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I like what they got back for him. Like I said, especially like when you think of what they acquired him for. So it, it makes sense. It just sucks. It sucks. When one of, like we all hate it when one of our favorite players gets traded. Obviously he had a big locker room presence, like you said, but wait, what did I miss? Check the, the chat. Your audio is going in all of Oh, is it? Hold on. Yeah. All right, hold on. And Dusty said you need to fondle your dongle. Just <laughs> <laughs> not something I love saying out loud. But you said it a couple is... times now when the three of us have been on. It's true. That's why it's probably that, gonna make it my catchphrase. Is that better? I think, I think so. so. Sounds better. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, but my last no, my last thought on it is I'm glad they sent him somewhere where he has a chance to actually win something. Mm-hmm. Because as a fan of the player, he, he wasn't going to be winning anything here the, like, the next couple of years. Yeah. So I'm glad he gets a chance to do that on a team that actually needs him. Because again, the, the Bills lost Tredavious White and they got so desperate. They were playing Josh Norman in 2023. So Right. I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the like you said, the fact that he was a free agent, a street free agent, they got a third round pick out of him. I mean, it's, it's calling up a pinch hitter and him getting a double with guys on base. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 the kind of move you want. <laughs> with that it's one of these like i can see i can see all sides from like from the football as a business perspective you're not going to compete like i said like his last year is next year like, he was under contract for next year i can't remember what his cap it was for next year i think Packers, i read like it was like 11 million it like was it, 11 or 12 yeah, yeah somewhere in that yeah, area it's like kind of high like he he's would I, the packers have a chance to be bad again next year i wouldn't be shocked if they're okay but they're not going to be super bowl contender and so for a guy like that that there's a people want him you trade what you can for him. You get a third round. You give up a fifth round. That's fine. Like you go ahead and do it from a business side. Yes. 
from the locker room perspective, and that's what that's something that's a little tough for them because we're not in the locker room. There's always like the after losses. It was like he's holding court and he's holding guys accountable. Well, the other thing with that, because that's that's one thing I've seen from you know from people on Twitter. I know Twitter's not real life, but that's right. See the most of reactions, all this stuff is like, well, he was the only one who cared on that team. First of all, not accurate. First of all, not not accurate. Yeah, at all. yeah. Um, he's he was the most vocal to the media. The most vocal to the media is not the most vocal in the locker room. Is not the most like we're not that far away from being like Rashawn Gary's the vocal leader in that locker room. And now suddenly, like, since he's not talking loudly to cameras, he kind of gets tossed out. And it's Rasul is the heart and soul of that team. I'm sure Rasul is loved. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think they're going to miss him there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is like a locker room shattering move. Yeah. And so I, I don't think I have any, like you said, Monty, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad because I like, I like Rasul. Mm-hmm. I like hearing him after the game. Um, seemed like a good personality, seemed like everyone in the locker room loved him. Like it sucks to have a guy like that gone. But at the same time, both for him and for the team, it seemed best he gets to go and just co- he gets to compete now. That's mm-hmm. cool. He's on it, yeah. he's on a good team that can compete and as a Super Bowl contender for the next two years while he's under contract. Like, yeah, very good for him. And the my last point on it, I think that actually makes me a little bit happy. I know Stokes is injured. We don't mm-hmm. know exactly when he's gonna be back. The talking it was this talking point was talked to death. Listen, man, when Stokes gets back, who's playing the outside? Well, now we don't have to have the conversation. Right, that conversation is right. dead and gone. So I'm yep. glad to never have to have that conversation. Right. Me, selfishly, I'm glad to not have to hear those arguments anymore. Right. Yeah. And and I think like my only like disappointment is sending that fifth round pick back because you know it's going to be a late third round pick and it's going to be a pretty high fifth round like an early fifth round pick so i'm a little disappointed with that um just because those are almost both a fourth round pick so it almost feels like you're just swapping picks at that point and the packers getting the worst one in that in that well, I, so it's just like and, but you're also giving this play like the player but yeah and i i do, I do agree with that i i mean this is a total guess on my part but mm-hmm. they've got one in the first, two in the second, two in the third. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to move around with that. If I had to pick a round where they don't use either of those picks, I think I could see them trading both thirds for something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, depending on how bad they end up the, at the end That's of the just year. wishful thinking, I think. It's like, <laughs> please, for the love of God, don't pick up a third. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that gives you ammo. So like you said, it's a low third, but it still makes it a third. It's better than getting a fourth back or, mm-hmm. you know um yeah ammo when you're rebuilding is always good i mean we're fans of a draft and develop team even when we were contenders every year we like having draft ammunition but now it's more important than it ever has been because they're head first into a rebuild at this point. one also that 12 million is not nothing like you're getting that that salary right, right. Yeah, 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 off yeah. the books for next yeah. year as well which is not in, not huge but also not insignificant as you're trying to like build up this team, sign some extensions, get some new guys in the mm-hmm. building. Like that money's going to be up yeah. next year. They'll be able to sign like a baseball level deal with that. Um, what is that? That money. <laughs> like, that? A, like a 10 year, like $500 no. million dollar deal. We're, <laughs> I don't know if we can. Like Aaron's just, just, just saying the word baseball. That no, like it's baseball. Like their, their contracts are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, are you like... I mean, technically, that's yeah. Technically, I'll I'm take correct. A drink. I'll give yeah. it to you, but you it's funny. You're trying to sell it yeah. based on the word baseball. Yeah, you know what? That's strike one. Oh, okay, oh, man. <laughs> All right, I'll take an extra long drink. Um, but speaking of contracts, though, um, in some happier Packers news, Rashawn Gary signed a four-year extension 
um, with the Packers, 96 million, but with potential to go to, I think, what, 104 million? Yeah. Um, and new money, it's what, 94 mil, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And um, so this makes, so, so he's, so because it was an extension, he's with the team through what? Is it 2027? I didn't look. I'm going to look at you guys talk. I'm going to look it up. Cause yeah, he still had one more year. Yeah. So it's either 2027 or 2028. Did he have then. one more year? Yeah, because next year would have been wouldn't next he's, year have been his fifth through, year through 2027, which is his okay. age 30 year. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, great contract for for all parties involved yeah. because yeah, if if he's the player he is right now or on that same track, I mean, 30 year old elite pass rushers get paid again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, like it's also a big help because like the salary cap's gonna probably continue jump like it, like getting him yeah yeah, yeah, year, yeah like that it's yeah. gonna be jumping so getting him in early um kind of before I, I mean I I really wish they would have gotten it done before the Nick Bosa deal because I feel like that broke everything open too so but it's just kind of is what it is but he's now a top five I was expecting him to demand a little bit more money um especially knowing that the Packers have quite a bit of money available next year. Um, so I was kind of expecting him to to push it, but um, Unfor- unfortunately, from his side, I mean, I think that probably would have been way more in the discussion had he not gotten injured. Oh yeah, right? that well, mean, his like his I was partially numbers, waiting I for him to wait. I was thinking he was going to wait this I year. I kind of I thought it wasn't happening till after this year. Yeah, at me this too. point, yeah, I'm kind of shocked. I mean, yeah. that's I think like beyond the the injury in career numbers as well because he started mm-hmm. off slow. They didn't really use him too much, and so like his numbers, like his pressure rate this year. I think last year before he got injured were like what top three in the league, mm-hmm. something like that. Like he's been putting up numbers, but the sack numbers have not been there for his career or from like season by season basis, just because injuries and then he didn't really get starting until like what year three year really? three right. so it's kind of yeah. slow coming along so i think both those things hurt him a little bit plus i mean i will also say i know they try to get as much money as humanly possible he's still like from a pass rusher he's great as far as like edge defender well-rounded mm-hmm. edge defender he's not on the level of a guy like nick bosa like he's right. not he's yeah. not that good yeah, yeah. Well, when, when i'm th- when i'm thinking those kind of players i mean you're having those guys that make those plays consistently in the run game yes yeah and yeah, yeah, he yeah. takes you know he looks he takes the bait like too often in my opinion oh, he, yeah he crashes real hard yeah like he <laughs> he qb hunts a lot so yeah he, again, looks, he, he can't lay off the high ones yeah. oh that was good <laughs> that was good Thank you. <laughs> um so yeah he he is <laughs> he he Baseball, is just yeah. <laughs> he is right under that tier of your Bosa's, Max Crosby's, Miles Garrett's, Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's paid. I think that's very fair. Mm-hmm. I think I think what helps the Packers and what hurts him, like I said, was that injury. But like we all just agreed, he is getting paid right about where he should be based on not doing things as well as other players. So I yeah. would argue he's getting very fair market value in what he's worth. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's I'd say that's true. Yeah, I think if you're building out a rotation, like like you both are someone's like your number one in your pitching rotation. Gary's like your number two. <laughs> like he's still he's still very good. Uh, he's just that thing slightly. He's not the he's not the ace. No, no. Yeah, when it was like when it was the Tigers, it was like Verlander, Scherzer. You give him Scherzer, but you got yeah. the, you know you both is up there with like Verlander. <sighs> I will I will say that. So for the foreseeable future, 
right? The Packers defense is built around Rashawn Gary, um, Jair Quay. Alexander, mm-hmm. Quay. And, you know, Jair is having his struggles. We'll talk about that. But I still believe he's, you know, when he's healthy and when his when he's locked in, is one of those top three corners in the league. Yeah. So, I... so you've got a pass rusher, a middle linebacker, and a secondary player that are all very, very good, and they're going to be counting on them. Those are good pieces going forward. The You hope those gaps get filled in by players that are expected to take a jump because, again, this Packers defense is loaded with high draft picks. It's just those guys have been your more consistent performers of the players that are going to be here for a little while. Well, and like Kenny, Kenny Clark as well, but I – He's kind of like that. As long as he's been around, I st- I feel like he's thirty three. I'm he's like <laughs> like he is still very good. But as far as like how the team views him, if he's going to get another contract, like they usually don't give co- like third contracts. Yeah, I don't lot. see so him getting I, a third contract. I don't here. know how much longer he'll be around, which which is sad. But it's hard. I I've, I have a hard time thinking of building block of that defense without thinking Kenny Clark. But then yeah. it's also like how much how much longer will he be there based on how they typically treat those guys? I I just think like when it comes to Kenny, also I mean. Would you agree? I mean, he's not as I doubt at any point in his career from from here on out is he going to be ascending? No, no, no. right? Like, Only yeah, in December, really. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he he is who he is, which is very good. Like, I'm not saying he's just yeah. a guy or anything, but he is consistently playing at this good level. I don't see him getting to that elite tier at this. No, point. I think he's I think he's hit whatever the peak that he had. I think he's probably already hit that. Yeah. He's had some injuries and at some point like those kind of those end up catching up with you a little bit. So I think he, <laughs> he's still very good, but yeah, I don't I don't think he's getting better. I think that we've seen his height at this point. Yeah, his, his Mendoza line is still pretty good. Come on, that was a good one. I, I didn't think I was going to find good. a way to get Mendoza yeah, line. No, that in there. was good. That was like the one you had written down. Just yeah. Mendoza line. I, I got to put this in. Sam's not here to assign him a word, so now he's just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> he assigned his own world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, gotta, I have to drink. Yeah. I, <laughs> I fooled myself. Aren't, aren't you proud of me? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's good for the defense. Like, it, he seems like a, a guy in the locker room that's always hyped up. Like he is bringing an unbelievable amount of energy that we see to the post game stuff, like on social media. I think one of the cool things that um, field Yates pointed out was like that he um, like he announced it with this, his own company that he built up. Like he's managed like with his own company and um, it, it, it's just, a he's just a really easy guy to root for. So yeah. I love this for him. I love this for the Packers. I love that he's staying. I like that they got him taken care of. It's they don't have to think about it. It's done with. We can focus on hopefully building this team up in the offseason. Yeah, my my last word on that is I don't know. What I that mean is. <laughs> um you mu- that mu- you must be referring to a different podcast. Yes. I <laughs> I was never I was never really worried that they weren't going to get the deal done because he is the poster child for what their current regime yes. is. Mm-hmm. Like they took him when they didn't need him. They let him learn behind two vets playing his position. And he, he worked out exactly like they thought he would. 
and now he's extended. It's worth right. noting this is something that was very interesting because this, this happened a week before the Gary extension was Chase Winovich, who was there in Michigan that a lot of people thought was like the superior Michigan defender, yep. retired a week before Rashawn Gary <laughs> signed his big contract. Yep. Like that's That to me was like, Okay, this is he was waiting for that. He's like, I, I'm not signing till Winovich retires. Like, I want <laughs> it was make sure and, I want to get this. Yeah. And it was it played out, I mean, so textbook, right? Because there's there was that pre-draft, you know, those priors that people had. Then obviously Winovich played more as a rookie because mm -hmm. Rashawn mm -hmm. Gary had mm -hmm. two guys in front of him in his position. And when when Winovich had a little bit of production, it was yeah, that's when it popped up. Did the Packers take the wrong Michigan yeah. edge defender? Like, mm -hmm. no, he's not playing right now for a very specific reason. Right. He doesn't have a sack in any of the five snaps he's taken so far. <laughs> yeah, is exactly. That, is that a problem? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, well, let's – let's. well, I mean, I guess we could talk about Goot had a presser. We can leave out the Josh Myers thing because we'll talk about that. But um, <laughs> how did you guys – feel about that presser that he had today. I don't know if you guys wrote it, read anything about it. Um, I mean, in typical Goot presser, he didn't really say much. Um, I think the biggest thing was um, <laughs> Adam Schefter nicely click, clickbaited um, a tweet and then deleted it about this, but um, he got bullied into deleting. But, it, but he did say like, he, he did say that, um, you know, Jordan Love needs to kind of play better that he's got like 10 games to kind of, convince us that he's he's the guy which I, I in again in typical goot presser he didn't say anything that nobody like that was unknown information like of course like everybody knows that jordan love has not convinced anybody that he is the guy yet so we're we're still kind of in limbo right now and that like i said i've said the last couple of weeks is kind of not a fun place to be in because you, it, it's just tough to evaluate him so that was probably the biggest piece of news out of that um was that yeah, they're I mean, very much they're confirming that we are very much with you on we need to see more from Jordan Love. Yeah, I I, I got the the overall like tone I got out of it is kind of like we talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. He definitely seemed disappointed that they don't have a really any clearer picture mm -hmm. than they did coming into the season. Mm -hmm. Like obviously you have things on tape now that you can evaluate and you have all this other stuff. But he had a quote, something I don't have it pulled up, but something to the effect of sometimes love does the right things and everyone else screws up. Mm -hmm. Sometimes everyone else is doing the right thing and love screws up. So you don't know, you don't really have a clear picture. And for this specific team in the situation they're in, that is worst case scenario because mm -hmm. either of the other two outcomes, love has been trash and it's been mostly his fault or love has been great. Mm -hmm. are preferable to, to what they're in right now. Right. Especially so, knowing that they're going to have like a, a, a high pick at this point. Right. Yeah. They I, have, mean, they right have, I think they have like a 42% chance of having a top five pick. Yeah. Right now oh. they're at six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like they're, yeah. they're at six right yeah. now. So yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what I got out of it. He, they knew they were going to take their lumps. I don't think they expected to take them. They've been hit by a lot of pitches this year. So <laughs> When you said the lump thing, I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's he, like, I, Aaron was, Aaron was like, if he doesn't I was say like, it, I'm gone. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, I, I like that. I like that Goot meets with the media and he's still like, you know, kind of 
keeps things close to the vest, but he does it. He meets with the media and talks more than Ted Thompson did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> had to drag so, that man in front of a microphone yeah. once a so, year. <laughs> the, the few times he does give us, you know, this little bit of insight, I appreciate it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're still kind of wait and see, and I I wish we knew more, just like they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I read some of the snippets just because. I kind of know where this is going to go and whatever, <laughs> right. whatever what was he going to say? You take it with a grain of salt. The whole, like <laughs> with, I, we'll get to the Myers stuff, but I mean, that's part of it. Right. was like Myers is playing his best ball. Well, like what else is a GM going to say? Dude sucks. Right. Dude and sucks. I hate that. I wish I would have yeah. taken Creed Humphrey. He, like, <laughs> right. Yeah, he seems to be well-respected in the locker room. Like uh, right. Josh Myers does. So like, if you got a GM out there, openly trashing players like we're we're not the raiders over here man like right we've got like there's a sense or of the cardinals who are in like yeah. a horrible fucking owner situation i talk i talk about this on on packet this week as well right before the josh dobbs thing happened uh they because <laughs> kyler was getting ready to come back this week yeah gannon after the games is on the effect of like josh dobbs is still our quarterback and the day after the game was like i watched the film <laughs> josh dobbs is still longer our quarterback. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's so mean. and then they traded him like the, the like way a the packers, sixth round pick or something yeah like it yeah, to, yeah to minnesota well, like, the way the packers operate they were never going to do that so any of like the right. like a lot of the pressures even like the, the floor stuff there's some good stuff in there but like the gudikins like you know how that's going to go so i don't I didn't read, I read some of it. I did not really watch it because I already know like there's so much you can take from that. And that, I know there's been a lot of talk about the evaluation stuff too. And I've, I've mentioned this earlier this week as well. Like just because we can't evaluate doesn't mean they don't have other ways to evaluate. Like right. They, right. Can, they can say like, listen, you can tell whether you know what the play is. You know what's happening on the field. You know what he's supposed to be doing. Is love still doing the correct thing? And then also when stuff starts breaking down, you can evaluate that. What does love mm-hmm. do on a broken play? Is he doing the right thing? Are the receivers doing the secondary routes? Well, like even when things are breaking down, there are things to evaluate. So you can look and see. And the the, the I think the problem that we get into with some of it now is going to be like, is love not going to do the right thing because he does not trust what's going to be in front of him. And that complicates things as well, but you can judge, you can look at that and say, is he going one to two to three? Does he know based on the field? Is he looking at the right stuff? And and then you can say, well, that guy did something wrong. That's why he didn't throw it. Fine. That's still the good rep for love, or that's still a bad rep for love, depending on what it is. And then does he revert back to base programming once everything breaks down and he kind of goes chaos mode, or does he still try to stay within the structure? He's still keeping eyes downfield as he's looking to see what's around him. Like there's evaluation you can do even as the rest of it breaks down. It's not a perfect evaluation, but like you can still do that. So the Packers, I think are still doing that. I will, I will say my last point before I start talking here is, the saying like we've got 10 more games that was interesting to me because they said before the season i think we'll know halfway through the season whether he's our right. guy or not so the well, mark, Mur- mark saying, murphy said that yeah yeah, yeah. And, and my opinion is that both goot and matt lafleur were like you bastard like, yeah just don't you, put a time why on did it. you say right. where's mark let's get mark murphy out here i, I want right. to hear mark murphy right. chiming in now right You're right I, I, I tweeted earlier today let that him mark, in here yeah that that mark murphy made that 65% video and then he landed the Packers the draft and he just like disappeared into the shadows. Right. <laughs> he's like he's just, I'm it. done. He's like that oh, was it. Sure. up and down the sledding hill all day. Right. That's all he's doing. You guys, now. You guys take it from here. <laughs> um well and and I, I think what the worst part of this, because yeah, they are they are able to see some evaluations in what they do, but 
Part of the problem is they're not getting any fucking first downs. So there's just not a lot. Like there's like yeah. a third, a third of what there should be on tape because they cannot get a first down. Like I, I it was like they had like what one first down in they're they're in getting the through down. innings and nine pitches. They're just striking out on every single pitch. Like that's, three up, three down. Yeah, that's a three. They've been three up, three down on offense every game. Yeah, three three and out, three down. Yeah. I, boo on that one. That was, <laughs> that one, that, that was talking. That one a yeah. little too far down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tried. You tried to steal home on that one and, and <laughs> got thrown out. <laughs> I do have oh, a okay. God. So I have kind of a bonus question right before we get to the mixer. Mm-hmm. All right. So Dusty just brought up the the whole ten games comment. So we know this triangle of power thing. Obviously, Mark Murphy's the safest. He's not going to get fired with two years left before he has to retire. Mandatory. Goody is second, just being GM. And then you got Matt LaFleur third. So right now the Packers have the sixth pick, right? Let's say, what do you guys think it would take for them to land like a top three pick? Like I'm going to guess like if they don't win more than four games, right? Mm-hmm. It's got it three, three or four, four matches. Three or four? Okay. Yeah. So let's say they only win no more than two games the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So the Packers now are sitting with a top three pick, which means Jordan Love probably hasn't played very well. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even but, if he's... Potentially. Like, <laughs> like, maybe he I, looks I mean, great. I mean, yeah. I mean, even if it's not that... necessarily all his fault, I think if they literally don't win another game... I don't know, probably... though, because they've been playing, like, the worst team. Like, I think the easiest part of their schedule is over. That's what I'm saying. So, but... like... I, I I so I think if he's playing like this, which isn't bad, like I think he's just playing what he can. There's just so much going wrong. I would so say that there could be a good chance that Love steps it up. Love looks way better. The deep ball, because I think his deep ball. That's when I say I was optimistic early in the earlier in the episode. Part of that is like the deep ball. I think yeah. he is now getting to a point when, when they had the they had the thing early in the year where they're like we they want to put the emphasis on put more air under the ball. He's getting to a point where he's reverting back to not as much air under the ball, which is a better deep ball for him. Yeah, he's throwing ropes. But there is a decent chance that he looks way better, but receivers are dropping balls or or, or getting them literally down, stolen out of their hands. or getting them stolen out of their hands <laughs> or running the wrong routes. Like there's a chance that like we come out the other rest of the season going. Love looks great. They need two pieces on the offensive line and like two more pass catchers that are really good. Like that. Okay. I I would not that say that's it's tough. That's another one. Like that's tough to evaluate. It's tough to say. But there also is a there is a chance that 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 comes to fruition that we can that we can see that. Okay. So so yeah. Then let's say they win no more than two games. A. Do you think that they would take a quarterback? But more importantly, B. Do you think that all, every one of those names I just mentioned stays safe for another year? So, like, do you think Goody, Lafleur, and Jordan Love are all back as the main guys in 24 if the Packers have a top three pick? I think they do. I think they do, too. I, th- I, I, I don't think, I think because the team is so young, everybody, all of those guys get a pass. I think... And especially now that you've traded like one of your best defensive players at this point, like who, or he's been playing as one of the best defensive players. I think they all have like kind of a long leash right now. We're talking like the, 
I think Goot has more of a hot seat right now than Matt LaFleur because I think Matt LaFleur has he's put to he's put together wins, but you could also argue Goot also did that. But like right. Jordan, like Jordan Love was Goot's pick. And if he doesn't work out, his seat's gonna be uh pretty warm, I think. But I still think it would take a lot. I so, think I think for me, what it comes down to is something that we will never know. We don't know now, we mm-hmm. will never know. What were those conversations before the season? What were the conversations when they drafted Love and when and when the other guy was out the door? Uh, because what that because now it comes down to what are the expectations for this year? If they're because all of the, all of this stuff, all of it's conjecture and it's outside mm-hmm. the building and like looking at the team ahead of time, and go if this hits this, 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 they could they could go to the playoffs. Like, well, what were they thinking in the building? Was in the building was we could win five games. We don't care. Here are the things we want to see. We we evaluate a successful season this year based on it doesn't matter whether love is good or not mm-hmm. is Ken love. Like, do we have a good read on love? Did one or two of these rookie receivers hit? Uh, do we have like a couple answers on the offensive line? Do we did Quay Walker? Like that's the evaluation is not like a win loss evaluation. Like they right, could right. very well have gone into the season going, we will probably win no more than five games. And we don't mm-hmm. know that because we're not in the building, but my guess is, they not this bad, not to this extent, or I think they would have made some changes earlier. I think they anticipated a bad season. And so if they anticipated a bad season, the conversations in the building were, this is going to be bad. As they've said all along, this is going to be growing, but also them saying like, if we win six games, like that's going to be like an overwhelming success. Then if they win four games, right? no one's out of job. So that's the thing. Like, we don't know what those conversations were like. We have no I, idea I, what I, I, that was inside the building. So I will say that if, they so because there's a long time between end of season and draft season right there's mm-hmm. a good three or four months i will say if the packers end, end the season with like three wins meaning they literally have gone on a like a double digit game losing streak mm-hmm. at some point this year um i think that because we already see the writing on the wall that like this is joe barry's last season Kind of, it seems like right now, because like Goody didn't seem to be happy with the defense because he's yeah. Were, I mean, and, and I believe his it's still inconsistent at the end of this year. So that's the hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so unless they extended him quietly, which they do a lot, but so I, I doubt think, it. I think if they end Joe up Barry quietly, like <laughs> people will raise. Yeah, Lambeau people field. people will burn yeah. down right. Lambeau Field. <laughs> you got like I, a lifetime contract overnight. <laughs> I think I think if that happens and they're that bad, I think they see that as an opportunity to kind of go clean slate. And if they do that, if they fire the coach and they get rid of the defensive coordinator, I think they then do get a quarterback Mm -hmm. because next guy wants his own guy. Right. If that happens. Yeah. But if they end up outside the top two, who's like, I, that's the thing, and we're far away from draft season. I'm yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about. If they end up with like the fifth overall players. pick, or like, well, we're going to draft a quarterback. Like, I don't feel great about a quarterback. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Top three, because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you have a top three pick, like, and that ammo to move around, like, you like you could get the guy you want. But if the Bears have the one and two, they're not going to trade it. But then the <laughs> Bears would not take two quarterbacks, one and two, unless out of spite and because they're a bad organization and they, they trade them. Yeah. So they would wild. definitely take both of them. They're like, <laughs> one of these wild has as fuck they did that. <laughs> take Caleb no, and Drake may. And then the more Ryan we draft off the, the higher chance, one of these has to be. But yeah. So I, I think if they're that bad, they do kind of clean house and then new coach wants his own QB. And then again, like then Jordan love, like 
hey, like more power to you if you could beat this guy out. But like you do know, like he's no longer like he doesn't know the offense. That's why I don't think yeah. they, I don't think they take a new QB and keep Matt Lafleur because why would you pick a a new young guy to learn the offense when you've got a guy that already knows it? Yeah, right. I mean, if the if the new guy you think has more talent than yeah. the other guy and has a better so chance it, to pick like, it up, yeah. like there's there is still like that's like I and part of that's just because I. I like Lafleur. I like his offense. I like what he, I think. I think he's been designing, and I think his. I think he's been designing a good offense. I think his adjustments game to game have been good. I think he still has shown himself to be a good coach. The rest of it, I don't know as far as the organization skills. I have no idea. But I, I, I like him as a coach. So I, it seems to me like I, I think they could probably still keep him. Mm-hmm. But if everyone's out the door, he's out, like if Gutekunst's out the door, I think Lafleur goes with him. I just don't think Gutekunst's out the door. And I think mm-hmm. even if they draft a quarterback, I. I think they still keep Lafleur because I think they like Lafleur, and I think mm-hmm. they have a good reason to. Yeah, I, th- I think Lafleur's biggest weakness is just hiring a staff, which is it's not a good weakness to have yeah. for a head coach, obviously. Well, but, and I, I mean, and, his staff's not great. I think he just needs to, even if he just kind of focuses a little bit more on the things that make him a great make him a great coach, because I do think he's a really good play caller. Like, I just think he needs to focus just a little bit more, like choke up on the bat a little bit and trust his swing. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Swing away, Meryl. Well, and and my feelings on it, like, I I don't know enough about scheme and and play calling to like know, like, if that's the problem, right? I, I just, from what I see from my little limited knowledge is there's a lot of shit going wrong. Like the offensive <laughs> yeah. line is strong. I mean, and, the, and that's not like, it doesn't take a fucking, you know, brain surgeon to figure that out. But, um, and, and, and where, where I, I think I've said previous weeks is my concern with Lafleur is more of um, like, is this like, who is not doing their job in the building that people we have guys running into each other out on the field. Like they're going running to the same spot. Like, and this is not the first time we've heard this. Um, because if I recall, like the, I almost said his name, the other guy, uh, <laughs> the, the, back, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> um, he, he had said that he, he felt the offense last year needed to be simpler because, the guys were struggling to grasp it. And this was the most of the same wide receivers that I think he was referring to. I think he was referring to like Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. I would can only assume just because he had, he obviously Lazard and, and Cobb being major vets. I will were, say last year, Lazard Cobb and also Sammy Watkins were also running the wrong. Oh yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot, was, the, forgot so about the was, Sammy Watkins. It was not theory. just the young yeah. guys. It was also like well, when I saw Lazard okay, running the so wrong then, route, it's like, okay, what's going on? Here? Right. Right. So like, is like where is the the prep like the learning i don't know where where's the disruption of yeah, you what's got, going on so you got, that, that's where i start to question of why like is this a stenovich problem because they've they obviously have had they've lost two of their guys to um head coaching jobs and stenovich gets this job and all of a sudden you know, the it's, offensive line fucking sucks. And now it's, yeah, it's coordinators and position coaches is generally yeah. where it is. It's like the finer points, like the coordinator is right. like, get the guys ready. These are the packages. This is who you're running in. This is the personnel groupings for these plays like day to day. Like you're getting that stuff ready. And then the finer points of the position, that's position group. So it's what Jason right. Grable, I think is wide receiver coach. Like that's a, 
fifth, fifth step, you're reading this guy, you pivot in, you go out, whatever, right. whatever that is. That's typically position coaches, which like, right. Yeah. I mean, to, and to that point, like it's hard to do that. If you're a head coach, who's also a play call. I think that's what, I mean, for all the mm -hmm. heat Patton took, the floor kept him on through after the McCarthy left because he had head coaching experience. And if I need to spend a little more time on the offense, you can write right. stuff you, game day. You take right. the defense, yeah. do whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Right. If I well, need to step away while, while the defense is on the field, that's cool. You run it. You've right. got they've it. Got, the offense. They've got multiple guys like calling for the ball in the outfield, running into each other. That's what it looks like <sighs> to me. I don't know. <laughs> center field that has the right of way. Come on. <laughs> um, but but like that that's I think where I when I say like my concern my concern is that he has not prepared the other people in the building well enough yeah um to handle handle this I guess because they're not I mean it's 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 a problem where because what coach has like I I'm, I'm struggling with this because the DC has obviously proven to not be it um and this is. Like that's a problem. Now we've got Stenovich in this position. That seems like, like I, I think I said this last week. I am anticipating Stenovich just losing his job this offseason. I, I hope because obviously, or or demoted if he's willing to take that. But I, I have a hard time believing that there is not going to be changes if this offense. You've got Watson and Dobbs who are now in their second year in this offense and are still running the wrong fucking routes. Like something has to change. Well, part of it, I kind of wonder. You had we were talking about the offense kind of growing together. That was like Jordan Love and the young receivers. Mm -hmm. They'll grow. They're going to take their lumps. They're going to grow up together. I kind of wonder. Part of that is also like this coaching staff was kind of the same thing. Like Stenovich had mm -hmm. had yeah. have never coordinated offense right. before last year. He was a dynamite OC coach. So, or the offensive line coach. So now he is going to step up. He's going to learn how to be offensive, uh, uh, offensive coordinator. Then you've got uh, Vrabel is kind of, kind of grow up. And it's like all these guys are like, you will learn on the job and you like, we are all going to take our lumps for and get better. The problem is, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're getting better uh, with mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Instead of, and now like the offensive line seems to have suffered part of it due to injury, but part of it because Stenovich isn't there as Butkus and Butkus, I don't think is as good as Stenovich. And so like, you've got this, you've got this weird thing where by promoting Stenovich, like you, now do you have to fire the guy that you know is like a good offensive line it, coach? I think give him a sense assistant head coach and just be like, listen, as long as you're in the building, you're offensive line coordinator, we'll give you a pay bump and you'll also get like a title bump, but yeah. you're back an offensive line buddy. To like, me, to me, it seems like they were terrified of losing Stenovich that's to cool. another, to another team willing to hire him as an OC. So they said, okay, you are an offensive coordinator. And then, yeah, Luke Buckus. And they brought him back and just swing on a miss. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it here. <laughs> I will say um, one one thing that's been kicking around my brain, and I just – I don't know. This is another one. There's so many unknowns with this stuff, is with Joe Barry. The, mm -hmm. the common thread um, – the common thread in a lot of this stuff is – not just the Packers organization, you know, Mark Murphy's been around for a while as well. I don't want to speak ill of Mark Murphy and his church. We would never, that was, show. Would that never. was one of the things with, with McCarthy <laughs> as well. Right. It was always like, he's too loyal. He, he, yeah. will, he kept capers around too long. Too long. Like he, he will keep these guys. How much of Joe Barry sticking around until his contract runs out, Petten sticking around until his play. How much of that really is LaFleur and how much is this power dynamic? How much, is right. this because they, they say they'll say like LaFleur has like the hiring firing stuff for his coaches. Is that a hundred percent true? Because this is something we've seen going back to McCarthy. It's possible that this, that both of these guys are just slow and firing these guys that have been around for a while. It's also quite possible. It's like, listen, like these coordinators, you're not firing them. Like you cannot, right. he's got a year left. You're not firing him. You're keeping him. And that's like an edict from higher than LaFleur. Then everyone's got to play nice. Like that's, that was a big deal made 
this is the thing I keep going back to. It's a big deal made when Gudukins was hired, and they did the power dynamic with like the it's the it's the Murphy Gudukins uh, McCarthy at the time kind of hiring thing, or the, the, I think it was Lafleur actually. So those three the the hiring dynamic and all of that stuff, and then it kind of got quiet after that because it was like, well, not a whole lot has changed. It's possible that that Mark Murphy's has a heavier hand in the hiring firing stuff than we're led to believe, and so Barry sticking around is less of the floor problem and more a Murphy problem. This may seem like I'm a floor apologist, and I probably am, but I just think there's so many unknowns in this stuff that like I I I don't want it to go by without making a note that like this might not be all be on the floor. Right, and I think that's a good point because you you also think about like um, you know they don't want to have to pay like a guy yeah. like two salaries like if they if yeah. they guaranteed joe barry a salary that my mark murphy's like we do not want to pay two dcs at, at the same time like yeah. i i do wonder if there is a layer of that that it has to be so many years and it has to be so bad for them to want to actually pull it would, the wouldn't it would not shock me because no other team we don't know the details of that contract and a mm -hmm. pet was a three-year deal it's assumed that barry is a three-year deal as well we do not know but also very like because a lot of these other teams they'll make it kind of public they'll extend the coaches they'll do some of that stuff you don't want a lame duck coach and all that's a head coach stuff right that almost of, never happens yeah yes. you will extend your coordinator like if this yeah. is two straight defensive coordinators where they let the string play out on him and he doesn't get fired they just like don't bring him back that doesn't usually happen in a lot of other teams which makes me then believe yeah it's probably just we're not paying another guy. Make this work. He's going to stick around until his contract runs out. And that, that wouldn't shock me a single bit. All right. We definitely have to mix this up. I just realized <laughs> it's been 50 minutes. I apologize. That's on me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, on me. it's not. It's it's a it's clearly a product of there's a lot of shit going wrong right. with this team right now. Like crazy, there's a lot though, to talk I, about. I there's a lot to talk about, but nothing to talk about because I feel like it's the same conversation we've been having. Oh yeah, this th this game preview segment is not going to be very long, right? Again, yeah. So re the, replay the last four episodes. That's right. <laughs> the 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 Packers are playing the Rams this weekend. Um, the the that's, end. That's it. That's it. Give me your last um, one. It's they're playing at Lambo on on Sunday. Um, Matt Stafford might not play. He got. I'd be injured. shocked if he plays. Yeah, I, 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 I. This has turned them. I think they have. They're like two point favorites at this point because of because of Stafford probably not playing. I, so this is if the Packers don't win today. They're also the Rams are also missing Kyron Williams, who's on IR. So yeah, if if the, if the Packers I know that because don't, because he's on my fucking fantasy team, and I'm playing Dusty this week. So no, I haven't won a game yet, so you've already got this one in the well, bag. Well, you're predicted to win by one percent, so because all the, of my team is injured. If the Packers can't win this game, I they legit might not win until Christmas. Yeah, like this. I mean. They've got a stat like like we said a Staffordless Rams team coming to Lambo. Sean McVay is the only McVay disciple Matt Lafleur can has shown that he can beat regularly. The Rams generally don't play well in Lambo. They they always they requested this year to have this game played earlier, <laughs> and the, the league was like, "Nah, we're good. You could play there in in November." I know it pisses me off that they didn't make it later. And like, Fine, you're playing there December 30th. Guess what, buddy? Week 18. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what do I want to see in this game? Uh, I would love I to want... see another Elton Jenkins, Aaron Donald. Um... Okay. So I had in my notes. I'm terrified. Yeah. Of Aaron Donald in this game, right? Yeah. Because 
he knows he routinely does not play well against the Packers. He's seen the memes. He's seen the Elton Jenkins daddy memes. (laughs) The Packers offensive line is healthy minus David Bakhtiari, but they haven't been playing well, Elton Jenkins included. And I, I don't know if he's hundred percent back either. So, I mean, I still think he's a really, really good player, but he's not played well lately. Aaron Donald has been great as always. I, I mean, we had our games earlier this year where one guy can't wreck the game and we let him wreck the game. Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the nose tackles name on the Vikings, but he looked like Aaron Donald last week. Right. So I, I could very easily, based on what we've seen this year, I could see him taking over the game and pressuring Jordan Love eight times on his own and sacking him three times. Like, yeah. I, I hope that now... You know, they play, I don't like, I'm not going to say they play more free because I, they should have been playing that way all year. There's not any expectations on them. But yeah, like, go out there and really evaluate what you have in some of these young players. Like, I would love a Sean Ryan, but it doesn't seem like they're going to do that at any point this year. Yeah. Um, who, who, whose mother did he insult? Like, for God's sake. <laughs> Like somehow it was Josh Nyman's for some yeah. reason. That's why Nyman wasn't on. There was some big, big which he, he made an appearance apparently. Yeah, if you yeah. if you want to sum up how the season has gone for the Packers, we've been calling for Rasheed Walker to get benched for Yash all year. They finally do it, and then Yash gets hurt, and Rasheed Walker's back right. Like, like <laughs> this is what you get. You yeah. ask for this. <laughs> yeah, and I will be livid personally because I'm not gonna lie. the The fact that Aaron Jones was like been a hundred percent, but they say he really wasn't, but he said before the last game that he felt like a hundred percent and then they barely used him. I'm like, he was, right, in gonna... a, he was in a red non-contact during yeah. practice today. I was like, like, he's not a hundred percent. I thought for <laughs> because of all that, I thought they were going to trade him. Right. Cause he barely played against the Vikings. I'm like, Oh shit. He's finally going to get traded. They didn't trade him. Yeah. I, I mean, Put him on IR then, right now, yeah. in my opinion. Like I, I've never heard of a player that's not a QB. I don't know. Have you guys ever heard of a a running back oh, wearing the red I'm jersey? I'm sure it's happened, but I've I it's been a while since I, I, <laughs> I didn't even know they made those. I, I am like it says it says number 10 on it. He has to wear yeah. a red jersey. <laughs> it's like too big for him. Like yeah. it's like one of like a like a little kid wearing his parents like jacket. Like, a, like the kid from Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, I mean and and it's a hamstring like it's it's not like because Jair's legitimately terrifies me because all I'm thinking of is Tony fucking Romo of well and I can't go back to this and I don't think people have talked about this enough but the first week that Jair was back they said on the broadcast that between every single snap he was stretching Mm mm-hmm and I'm like, sit him, sit him. Like at that point, like what the fuck are we doing playing him? If he is, his back is so tight that bet- not between like, not between drives, like between every snap, he was stretching his back. I was like, sit this man. Like this, he should not be he's playing. Like, he's, he- he's stepping out of the box to stretch God between, between every, between every pitch. Damn it. The, the, the fact that. But like, and that, like, that's why, like. And, and, trading. Yeah. I was gonna say trading away Rasul Douglas, like we said, like they're they've dove headlong into this rebuild. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. They, they should put Jair on IR. Yeah. Also, like because he's he, he was limited also today. He again. probably had his worst game as a pro last week. Yeah. Well, and, um, and that's the bad. thing is he looked he was just getting, so stiff. He looks so yeah. stiff. The, the he had no interest of, in tackling. Like he was getting dusted in coverage. Right. And and Packers fans are freaking out saying that he's trash this year. I no, of course. I, yeah. I swear to God, no, they've they're all under thirty. I just know that because they've never woken up with a stiff back and been like, no. Like I hurt, I hurt my back <laughs> shoveling snow, and it has never been the same. Right. Never been I, the same. I lifted I lifted a fucking bag like a suitcase off the ground three years ago and I still have lingering shoulder problems. Like I, <laughs> they have no, like these kids have no fucking idea. Like, like back, what's the, what's like, the saying? There's no, there's no, there's no, I had a back injury. It's, right. Right. Like right. it never fully healed. Right. Right. And that it's driving me crazy that there are so many takes that people think that he is a hundred percent. He is not, which is, but it is aggravating that the Packers continue to put him out there knowing that this is a punt year. Like, who gives a shit if he is out there at this point? If he is, if you're risking like some Tony Romo shit that ended his career. I feel, I feel like all this like touch and go around like, like pitch counts and mm. being limited, but then playing on game day. It feels like when like a manager comes out to the mound and I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Once you said it feels like, I was like, here he goes. I was going to take a drink when he said pitch counts. And I was like, no, he's got to pay off here. He's building towards, I'm going to let him get there. It's like a manager coming out to the mound every five pitches and being like, are we good? Are we like, just bench the pitcher and go to the bullpen. Like it's right. I can't do the, the, there's no need for this when you're admitting that this season's dead. Right. What like, is he I, like, like, like sucking it up for? Here's the here's the funny thing. I mean, this this is uh, I, I'm, this is I we still in the game preview. I don't know because I'm yeah, probably yeah, not yeah, the game yeah. Preview anymore. <laughs> say I mean, something I'll, about the Rams in this. Here's, next. here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. If if okay, there's this whole like consensus of like I, I think it's it's building. It's like okay, just put put Jair and IR. Others like mm. he's he's injured. If not IR, like sit him for a little yeah. bit. Like have him sit for at least a week. Like have him sit out. Get him healthy. Get that. Get that back a little, little more right. So he doesn't have to go through the game to game prep. Like, do that. Okay, you sit through this Rams game, and then Puka Nakua roasts Carrington Valentine alive, and it's like, boy, the defense sucks. No, you, you asked for Jair to be benched. Like, right. dude, this this is how this works. Is like they will be worse on defense without Jair, but then you need sometimes you need to do what's better in the long run. However, <laughs> my greater point. People will be mad no matter what because people yes. get mad. Like that's right. the way yes. this is going to work. But they, they do like what's best mad. for the team. Right. They love it. Oh, they, they, like they don't it, love right. anything more than it. It's the yeah. thing they love the most. There's right. a reason. There's a reason that when the Packers have been good and they're eight, they're five games above 500 normally by this point. Our show segments before we get to the garnish aren't over an hour because there's not much to <laughs> complain about. Like, right it, when the team sucks and they're not playing well, there's a lot to talk about, and people like, yeah, people like being upset. And right. I, I think more than anything, especially for this game, mm-hmm. um, they just like they need to be able to say we got to get one more win at some point because right. they. They are. They have already gotten through. This is the last of their "quote unquote" easiest. This is one of the the ends of one of their easiest stretches of the schedule. Because mm-hmm. like then we're gonna start getting into the Chargers and the Chiefs, 
But I mean, again, we play teams like the Giants. Yeah, I mean, they're Panthers. yeah, right. I was gonna say they play the the Giants and the and the Panthers in in December, but I think and I also the Bears to... again, and then you've got the right. Viking, like uh, Kirk Cousins those Vikings. That's going yeah. to be Minnesota, yeah. but you don't know what they're gonna be like. Like, yeah, who, who knows? Who knows if Justin Deverson is even playing anymore by that point? Right. Because yeah, what, yeah. If, if they suck from 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 now until then, why why play play him before you're gonna have to pay right. him a billion dollars? Right. So, so yeah, I I think. I would say like we haven't broken down like this game much because there's not much to say. I mean, it's it, if this defense, even if Jair doesn't play, you know, Joe Barry is Mike Pettin is Dom Capers. They make shitty quarterbacks look bad you because bad words about Dom Capers. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Because sir. they allow they th- these defenses. They want you to go 10, 12 plays. These bad quarterbacks generally can't do that without making a mistake. Packers capitalize and win. They force you. It's station to station. It's base hit, base hit, base hit. You don't need a double. You don't need a triple because they know you can just keep hitting base hits. The the Packers on defense are they bunt if that's possible. Like they're they're, <laughs> they're the defensive equivalent of bunting. They bunt, like when on like, an o, they bunt on an O2 pitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the Ichiro just like trying to lay down a bunt you know, every single time. Yeah, I can beat it out. I can do it. I can make it. All right, so yeah, let's let. Oh, I got a, I got right. the bet. Okay, I got well, the bet. um, yeah, I don't think there's much to say about the Rams game because I, I think we all know what to expect from the Packers at this point. We've talked about it for like three weeks in a row, um, and it's going to be exactly what they put out on the field. Um, I'm going to predict that, but I think what's the biggest up in the air is what the Rams are going to be able to do with some of their best players, um, potentially not on the field. So and it being in Lambeau. The one thing I'll say about the game, because I do want to say one preview thing about the game. One thing they have been doing steadily over the past few weeks is they've been weeding out the motion. Uh, I think as a way to simplify it a little bit. It's very funny to me that the last guy left who refused to throw over the middle of the field and then hated motion, uh, (laughs) uh, Don Mikowski. Um, Oh, got it. (laughs) And now they're being forced to, because like no one knows what they're doing, Mm -hmm. to go less motion and they can't throw over the middle of the field because linebackers are taking that away. So they've gone back to like the old style offense. Yeah. Um, but because they're having so many pre-snap issues and because they're having so many issues in terms of like post-snap as well, in terms of where guys are supposed to be, because we do that motion, you switch responsibilities at the last second, a lot of those. And so the guy who was supposed to run the quick out and then the guy who's supposed to be delayed quick out, sometimes those get confused and they'll both run the quick out. And so there's that. So they've cut out the motion to make that simpler. So they've been steadily doing that over the past couple of weeks to try to like, they don't want to cut it out entirely, but they are simplifying it. So I'm curious what this is going to look like. They went like 95% shotgun and like they're, they're the least amount of motion and play action. This it looked, like, 20, it the looked like 2018. They're trying like, to do it as simple as possible. I'm curious if that continues this game for sure. It, it literally is starting to look like 2018, which is right. incredibly frustrating because that is. That was a really ugly year. With, with a younger quarterback that's more mobile, like you would hope that they start to. Well, and if they spread it out and do that, I mean, if they're doing more iso ball on the outside for your young quarterback, we will likely see him using his legs a little bit more. That's probably what they're going to tell him. We're going to run these guys down there. They should know where they are. You will know where they are. If you don't like it, take off. Like I think that's, I think that's where they're going with this to try to make this a little smoother on offense. So we'll see if it continues this week for sure. Yeah. I, I I just want to, I'm ready to go back to basics. I want the wide receivers to catch balls that hit them directly in the hands. There's no, more disgusting stat this year than that the Packers are what like seven of forty or something on contested catches and Romeo Dobbs has five of them. That's I think, disgusting. I think one of the other concerns that 
I really would love for them to address is the amount of penalties on offense. I, it, that's, it's, the, that's my bet. Oh, yeah? So All right. I get All right. it. So, yeah, so the Packers are committing a league-high 7.4 penalties per game. Sweet. So that do you seems, think – it's It feels higher than that. Is that just offense does. or is that on everywhere? It's it just, feels like they total. get like 20 a fucking game. This past they, week was particularly bad, which is why we're thinking, yes. like, why it feels worse. Like, it was particularly bad this past week. Yeah, uh, seven point four penalties per game, mm-hmm. and they they don't lead the league in penalties total, but average per game they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so just simply, simply that this week over under seven point four over under. Yeah, it's called, seven point five. I want to know what Monty's yeah. taking first. Hey, Monty, which which yeah. are you taking? <laughs> I, by default, I go last in these bets. I'm, I'm taking the under. I'll take the under. I, I have I have faith this week that they'll they'll get some of those things under control. All right, Aaron. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I'm. Hmm. You should have to go first, Monty. What is this? No, I know. No. I know. <laughs> it's like um, it's like it's like the NFL draft. I'm the worst, so yeah. I get. To... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, gonna I'm the best at losing, so I get to go last. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go under. I don't think you're confident to, on you it. You tried to read I his expression. I think we're going to get exactly 7.4 this week. <laughs> she thought I was going to interrupt her answer. Yeah, she was trying to judge your reaction. She's like, wait, are his, eyebr- are his eyebrows going up? Is he, is he agreeing with me? <laughs> um, I'm going to go under as well. I just think... I don't know. I just, I'm tr- like, I, I'm so desperate to see improvement that I really would just love like for that to be the big improvement of, of it, of it being like, to me, th- that is more that, that, that stat is probably the least one, one of the least that worries me because they are young. That's something they'll learn and they'll figure out. So I think that one is more likely to get better as the year goes on. Okay. But, so we'll say under. All right. Well, to please the both of you, I am going to go over. Okay, good. So it's um, going to be. My, my reasoning is Jair either is playing hobbled or won't play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's it, he's good for a penalty or two. And if he doesn't play, they're going to absolutely spam Cooper Cup on, what, Carrington Valentine? Right. Oh yeah, um, Valentine. Oh, that's a good like, one. With, right, with them losing Rasul, that's a god. Uh, Packers, Your like I said, so good too. Like they can just like whichever one of those guys on Valentine, like just gonna throw him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, put Nakua or Cup on Carrington Valentine and make him learn his lesson during the game. Um, and like I said, the line is playing like trash, and Aaron Donald's not. So I I foresee a lot of holding and false starts, and you know, legal hands of the face and that type of stuff. So. I'm going to go over. And another reason is because every week we talk about, I really wish they'd focus on this. Maybe they'll get better and they get worse at it the next week. So. <laughs> oh, they have a, they have a buy and then they get to play the Raiders. I think they're going to look solid. Nope. Worst <laughs> game of the year. Almost against uh, a team that fired their GM and head coach today. At 1 a.m. And we have one in the morning. That's wild. <laughs> I, I have to believe the GM had no idea because I felt like he would have made an absolutely ridiculous trade on his way out. 
Adams for a seventh. <laughs> it's like he packages Adams and Crosby for a seventh yeah. rounder. Like and, here you go, and eats their co- like eats their salary cap hits for next year. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, so that we got our bets. Now we got to do our score predictions. All right. Um. Not. Not going to be exciting. Not going to be sexy. I'm not pack- picking the Packers to win until they win again. I'm going 17-13 Rams. I'm going to pick them to win, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go 24-13. I think. Well, okay. 24. That's, that's three games worth of points. <laughs> it is, but one of them is going to be like a scoop and score or pick six. Like oh, scoring, you can see him scoring on defense. Because if it's, it's either yeah. going to be Brett Rippon or Matt Stafford with a like a sprained thumb in his throwing, yeah, hand. like a, right. yeah, his and Matt is Stafford destroyed. is already so, throwing. Yeah, picks, some some so balls like, going ten yards over a right. guy's head, and then it's getting caught by a safety and taken back the other way. Like that's that. Jonathan, that's what I Jonathan Owens picks. Jonathan Owens game, baby. Here we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those shots of Simone Biles just looking so miserable last oh, weekend I on the missed, field i missed it i i was too busy um she was like not I only was she, i tripped she over was tiny cold cactus. she was yeah. tiny cold and her husband's team was getting yeah. their ass beat you what aaron well you missed my tweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i was hiking in big ben in big ben national park because i was out there for a wedding in terlingua in texas um and i tripped over a rock fell on a cactus and that was fun. So like, like cactus have like big spikes, but then they also have a shit ton of little ones. <laughs> familiar with cactus, yeah. Like it's like a splinter. Like the splinter. I don't know if you're familiar. They're pokey, yeah, yeah. But, and... like, but like they're like like really a ton. Like so many, so many. Like because you just think there's a, a couple of like big spikes. There are so many of these little ones, <laughs> and so I had to, like we got back to the hotel room and my boyfriend put like um, the game on on a laptop. And I missed like the whole game because I was in the bathroom picking out these things out of my ass, like literal, like, <laughs> like literal splinters with tweezers out of my legs. <laughs> like it was so bad. Like it was so, so bad. So, and yet He's sitting like, in the other room, just like eating popcorn. You okay, babe? He did help me quite a bit, but it was something I wanted to do on my own because it was very, very humbling. But, um, so I missed like most of the game because of that. So I wouldn't say you missed it. Right. And I, I tweeted about it. I was like, this is still probably more pleasant than watching the Packers because it looked real bad. So I didn't even know that she was at the game. And um, although didn't he have a, a big play? Oh no, that was on, um, he got the, that was, did, didn't he scoop up the, the block, the block field goal? I think so. Yeah. I think so. It was hard to tell because as soon as that happened, the camera flashed. Right, to Kevin O'Connell it did. Didn't for show him again for the play reason. reason. <laughs> right, right, right. I do remember that. But yeah, yeah. So hopefully, I'm so sad that she was on camera watching that fucking game. All right. So, anyways, so mine is going to be. I do. I said I wasn't going to pick the Packers to win, but I do feel like this is the one game that I this one and maybe against like the Giants and the Panthers that I think they can win. <laughs> With Staff- if Stafford's out, I'm gonna say it's gonna be like, like twenty to, um, like seventeen. Like I think it'll be okay. Yeah, so we'll go with that. All right, uh, I am getting drunker by the minute, so let's move into the garden. Good, 
Good thing we were, we haven't gotten to the garnish. <laughs> the garnish and the other show that we have to do. <laughs> um, so the garnish in honor of both this. Well, I guess Matt Lafleur said it last week, technically, and um, Goot yeah, said it this they, week. Yeah, they he doubled both, down. Goot doubled down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they both said that the Packers are, or Josh Myers is playing the best football of his career, and. Bullshit. That's <laughs> very interesting to me because um, I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's it's not looked good. The entire offensive line has been bad. Josh Myers has looked like he's being being bullied out there. It's 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 brutal. So in honor of that really, um, in my opinion, triggering gaslighting instances, um, <laughs> it's, it's sending me to PTSD. My um, therapist will hear about this. Um, we're going to talk about what um, what players or what coaches or the NFL would gaslight fans with. <laughs> so, yeah, um, like like about either other players, about themselves, about the NFL, any anything that they would do. So, my um, first one I had, I mm-hmm. had uh, Zutua. Zutua, it's like the strongest brain. Strongest, strongest brain. <laughs> Mike McDaniel's like he's got the best brain out best I've brain. ever seen. Now, his skull is so protected. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> the most you would not brain. believe this. Oh my gosh! Best sense of humor on the team too. You can tell because Elsman Gruber. This, this guy, the best guy. Yeah. Um. On that same note, Mike McDaniel's. I bet the GM would be like, he is incredibly professional. Very professional. <laughs> Come, no, come, they, comes comes every meeting prepared. Uh, prepared he is, yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's never sh- smoked weed in his life. Yeah, I was gonna say, he's, <laughs> he's, he's straight edge. <laughs> I have never straight smoked edge Mike McDaniel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely the most the most sober human being. I, yeah, I think that's who I'm. I, that's who I'm. I'm going to be this week. Straight edge Mike McDaniel. <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. Um. <laughs> I won't jump to that. Jump to that one. I have to Google NFL players. This happens every <laughs> goddamn okay, time. So I'm I like, pulled up. Ooh. I pulled up a list, but I'm looking. I'm like Harrison Smith. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> okay, to say Patrick about Harrison Mahomes, Smith. Patrick Mahomes. Um, oh, he would. He he's would. A family man. Really yeah, supportive family. I was, I was gonna say family really first. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one person in this world he loves, it's his brother. We we <laughs> we know that 100. percent yeah, yeah. Um, I had. What do you? How would? How would we be gaslit by Dak Prescott? Because he already tried this, by the way. He in the um, his his head does not look like a block of wood. <laughs> Abs- absolutely does not. Is a normal shaped um, head for a person to have. Is it something to do with his tattoo about how he? No, remember how he remember how he told us he wasn't gonna throw double digit interceptions this year? Oh, has he already? (laughs) I'm looking at where he's at. Uh, He is at. He's already at five. five. So, I don't. I didn't. I didn't believe him then, and I still don't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So he that that one writes itself. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he already did this for us. He tried to gaslight us when we're not having. (laughs) I think he gaslit when he said something about like being put under anesthesia for tattoos. Like, 
That doesn't seem right. Oh well, no. Actually, why would you make that up though? Because that's lame. That's true. That's a good. That's actually a really good point. That's He's trying good. to make himself so look lame. cooler. I'm I tough. He's tough. He's the toughest <laughs> person alive. Um, what about Russell Wilson? I mean, I don't think we. I mean, I don't think at this point he can gaslight anyone. Right. No, I don't think anyone would believe him. Right. We. Yeah. We've been through this way too many times, Russ. Right. I am. Uh, he's the most authentic, genuine guy in the league. Also, the most embarrassing thing about this season is that we literally got the Broncos back on track since they beat the freaking Chiefs. I am so I'm so <laughs> tired of the Packers being the get right game for everybody. We're we have turned into the fucking Bears. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Russell Wilson, he's gonna gaslight you into believing those out of football bread stuff is delicious. <laughs> That is miracle water works. Yeah, so actually, that that he's the man of the house, <laughs> being married to Sierra. Like, I'm in charge. Like he's he's like the scene in Superbad where McLovin's like, I told her what time it was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's Russ. That's Russ at home. Yeah, I told her what time it was. I feel like he's a walking gaslighter, just like saying he's Mister Unlimited. I feel like he's uh, very he, limited. He is um, he miracle water being the reason he is the no fakest person in the NFL, right? For sure, like, he is a walking gaslight. Yeah, um, a walking gaslight. Uh, Joe Burrow, how is he gaslighting or being gat like? How are people gaslighting him? They told us his haircut was good. They tried to get me to believe yeah. that his early season haircut was good. And we all I, knew I that can't... was a lie. Like, oh, he's going to be really good. Look at his hair. That No, no. We Listen, I knew that was bad. We all knew that was bad. They tried right. to get us to believe that. And I was not having that. I can't remember who said it, but somebody, I don't know if it was on the show or not. If it, Monty, if it was you or Sam, but somebody said that he looks like a he looked like a school shooter with that. With that <laughs> it sounds like Sam. It yeah, I think, like I think it was sure. Sam, but I didn't. I didn't want. I, yeah, and I thought that was that was pretty good. Yeah, that. Yeah, I will agree. Yeah, a good haircut. Because um, he came out and it was like the bowl cut, and it was like he looks like right. the what's his face kid from Stranger Things that everyone made fun of. Like <laughs> you don't have to do this because he's an NFL quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, he's finally gotten back on track. So you could also say that his calf problem injury was no problem. Like them zero issues downplaying that. Like, yeah, the coaching, that, that. The coaching staff there is very good. Zach, yeah. Zach Taylor knows what he's doing. Right. <laughs> he's <a> smart man. <laughs> right. Good, good handle right. on what's happening there. Right. When as, as someone that has him as my fantasy quarterback, I can tell you his calf has not been fucking fine <laughs> up until this he, last week. <laughs> did you play him? I was going to say, did you play him this last I did. week? I did. Okay. I yeah. Cause he was, you, you want to know who my other quarterback options were who? Bryce young and Josh Dobbs, who actually had a pretty good game, but <laughs> Those are the yeah, only no, players available. Yeah. Burrow was on fire against yeah. the against like the last the two games. I think the last two games he's finally started picking it up mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And his um, calf is finally like actually healed. What do uh, you so they want us to believe? Yeah. What do you guys what do you guys think um Andy Reid would gaslight us with? He would he would absolutely tell us that uh like the his favorite hamburger places were terrible. <laughs> just just to make sure that no one was there just to yeah. keep us out of there to make I sure had I, I had no I no I only ordered the half rack of ribs <laughs> cuz he ate the, he ate the other half before everyone else got to the party yeah <laughs> oh they only brought half <laughs> oh no how could this have happened yeah the DoorDash driver must have eaten them on the way here <laughs> um 
There's mustache hairs on the, attached stuck to the socks. What about, what about um, Travis Kelsey? Oh, um, oh, he would tell you that he was a big fan of Taylor Swift's music before they started. <laughs> yeah, he knew all the words of the speech. And right, song. Right, I was her right. biggest before he started recording her. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean, before it, before he put her on the map. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Chiefs fans tried to gaslight everyone, gaslight Taylor Swift fans with that. It's been weird yeah. gaslighting both ways with that. It's been it's been very odd. Like seeing like two two uh, two different areas mix like that, two different groups. It's it's been very strange. It's a lot of a lot of fighting for no reason in particular. It's like the it's like the the that the screenshot of that became a meme of like the the Ninja Turtles and the Power Rangers meeting <laughs> and that like after school special. <laughs> seen that you've never seen that no oh you gotta you gotta look that up on youtube yeah it's a ninja turtles power rangers crossover she's looking up now show's over see you guys later bye here's the last word we're watching youtube videos Uh, last word goodbye um what about um not I almost said it. I almost said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, I almost said what? I almost said it. Um, so the, the the Achilles doesn't actually exist. Achilles right, muscles yeah, are other just, just, they're just oh, a uh, Jet fuel does melt steel beams. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's said quite a few gaslights. Um, yeah, I particularly got, got love I particularly love all the ones about wanting to debate fucking travis kelsey about medical advice like oh my, what yes. either of them say about oh medical God. advice okay um what about uh deshaun watson <laughs> i didn't do it <laughs> so he's been he's been gaslighting everyone for like two years now at this point yeah, that's also true. Into giving him two hundred and thirty million dollars. Right now, he's trying to gaslight anyone, everyone, to let him believe that he actually likes playing football. Yeah. <laughs> no, guys, I really want to be out there. I'd love yeah. to play. I'm he hurt. actually ah. is injured. Yeah. Ah, Stop questioning me. I know I've been medically cleared by every single person, but I, I was going to say, so is that it. valid? Like, I've only read bits and pieces of that. Like, is he's even like people have been saying so he's, that he's like? I mean, here's all I can't like, find anything wrong with him. He's been cleared. He has yeah. been medically cleared, but also there are instances where like you can be cleared and then say like, oh. you don't, you don't exactly know what's going on inside. There are some things that Tess can't pick up and it doesn't feel right. And you can't, but for the most, for the most part, for good or ill, for the most part, he's a if, little baby. If bitch. you are cleared, you have to fight an NFL player to keep him off the field. If you want right. to yeah. right. So like the medical clearance I've seen, and listen, I, I, I we do not speak well of him now, but I saw Brett Favre come in after a game. He snuck back into the game with a concussion to throw Great. a touchdown pass, and they like took his helmet so he could not go back in. Like you have to force these guys to right. Not go well, back I mean, in. like Aaron Rodgers. Oh yes, yes. I thought we were getting out of here saying it. Playing with a broken thumb last year, a knee injury for a long time, where they had to inject him with every goddamn tranquilizer on the planet. That every time and that happens on this show, a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Every time that happens on this show, it's the equivalent of a grand slam. Like it is, it it never gets thanks. old. It Real is. big fucking thanks. <laughs>
I, 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 I like, avoided it last week. I avoided it last week, and I was did you? so proud. I thought I thought that I got off the Schneid, and I did not. Ah, uh, you had a slump buster. Yeah, last Thank week. You. I'm almost out of my drink too. We got we got to finish this up. I'm almost out of my drink. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's okay. So d- All right. d- d- yeah, we're we're at we're over okay, an hour um, twenty. Do we have about, any? What about Kirk Cousins? Um. He's gonna t- d- does he have that big thing with like where he puts the rock into that tube in his yard? Like, yes. Yeah, that's bullshit. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it for a second. I don't oh, we, 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 we've talked before. If I was his neighbor and I saw that, just out of spite, <laughs> every day I would walk over and take one out. <laughs> I take like five out, so it's just getting smaller. <laughs> God hates you. <laughs> Um, what about Nick Bosa? Never been to the Capitol. <laughs> no, his, never been. No, his, his is easy. His is so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be racist. I have black coworkers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my best friend Chase. My best friend Chase Young is black. I, can't be I was going to say, I bet he heard the name Chase and he's like, this is this dude's white. I'm excited. I'm like, <laughs> 100%. Uh, <laughs> Finally. It's like, there's no way. <laughs> oh. oh, we're so bad. Parody, parody, parody. You can't sue us. <laughs> I think that's how the law works. <laughs> I don't think I think allegedly. I think we gotta, allegedly. allegedly allegedly I think we gotta I think we gotta end on that one. That one's pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one. I feel like the whole time we were just building two. We we do. I, I feel like our entire show is just based on a Nick Bosa joke all the way at the end. <laughs> That's our walk-off home run. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, thanks. That's, thanks. By the way, the only like second fucking joke I've made this tonight <laughs> before we before we give like the outros i i do want to thank dusty for pinch hitting um being the- oh, yeah, i've written down too i know we had that written down <laughs> before it goes up let me get one more in <laughs> um okay well on that note dusty where can people find you you don't want um, to you don't want to. Where can where can Nick Bosa de- deliver the defamation? That's uh, P- uh, uh, Peter underscore Bukowski. Um, make sure you send all your hate there. Friend of show. Uh, the best way to find him. Find me. I'm sorry, me, not him. Uh, no, you can find me on Dusty. Like, um, I will shout about the things I'm writing. I'm trying to stay away from Twitter a little more, uh, especially during games. I'm just not getting on during games anymore. Um, so I'm trying to stay away, but I'm, I am still around. Um, yeah. If you can believe it, it's been a little more negative over there lately. And it, I just, I don't appreciate it. So I'm just trying to stay away a little bit more, but I am there. And so I'll be shouting about stuff I write. And then uh, every now and then I will talk to people, but I will, then I will try to stay away as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And you can find him every Saturday, every, every other, other Saturday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. on watching stuff, which including this week. This, this week, is, it's wild, this by the way. Because be a must listen. Yeah. Blade, <laughs> Blade is in the news a ton today, specifically yeah. in the middle of our Blade series. This Why? this weekend's episode is gonna. We're gonna we're dynamite. gonna talk about it. Yeah, very excited. Hopefully, oh, hopefully okay. we'll still remember to talk about it. 
Okay. All right. There's some, okay. I just Googled it just to mm -hmm. see what the news said. Okay. Um, so yeah, tune in to see what we're talking about. Um, cause we're recording it right after this. We'll be nice and buzzed. So <laughs> that should be fun. Uh, Monty, where can the folks find you guys? You, uh, you, you, you can find me and my other personalities on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm I am at Verturgeson, F-E-R-D underscore T-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And you can also find me on Fridays on the Pack a Day podcast with Nathan Marzian and Shanna Quinn. Hell yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. And I have not written my first article yet, but it'll have to be some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been on vacation and I'm leaving for another vacation tomorrow. Um, I will be writing for Acme Packing Company. Just a few little things here and there. It'll be very, very basic stuff. Um, so if you feel like yelling at me, that's where you can yell at me. Noted. Uh, yeah. And uh, and we will uh, see you next week. I don't know if we have a guest confirmed or not, but um, there will be. We have else. a guest confirmed. We just don't know who. It, I don't know who it is yet. We got. Oh, okay. Makes any sense? Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> someone we will have be a on. guest confirmed or no one at <laughs> yes. all. I don't know. And you're. That's what we call a cliffhanger in show business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can um, catch the three of us on Saturday on watching stuff. And uh, hopefully we will catch you next week with a win for, for the love of God against the Rams <laughs> this weekend. Uh, and until then, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. go, pack, go.